Welcome to the first and ten week four preview show. It's week four already, Ollie. I'm not happy with how fast this season's going. Yeah, it's going too quickly, man. But at least you know London games this week, and uh, looking forward to that. Going to the South Bank on Saturday, that'll be fun. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm going to the game Saturday. I've never been to the Tottenham Stadium, so that's going to be a new experience for me. Another one ticked off the list. Um, we've had our man Steve there. Has been a week. Is it? Uh, been at training, watching the Saints. Um, giving us some little insider tidbits that we're not allowed to post on Twitter, which is good fun. <laughs> Always good to be in the know. Um, but yeah, this is the preview yeah, show. Yeah, we're going to preview all the games in week four. Um, by the time you hear this, this game will have already been done. But Thursday Night Football this week is a good one. It's the Dolphins taking on the Bengals. It's in Cincinnati. Um, the 3 0 Dolphins, the 1 and 2 Bengals. The Bengals aren't already desperate, are they? The, the division's not. I mean, the Ravens are at 2 and 1. Uh, Browns are 2 and 1. Steelers are terrible. Um, so it's still there for them. But. If the Dolphins go four and zero, that's a a statement of intent to the Bills, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And you say the Bengals aren't desperate yet. I I feel like they it's not going to be long before they are. To be honest, yeah. Um, I, it, that's it's the thing. They they've looked pretty terrible against any decent opposition. Yeah, were able to relatively comfortably beat the Jets, but even then they didn't look. They didn't breeze past them or even. No. You know. It, it, it it's slightly more confidence boosting just that they had a win. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, this is a big chance to prove that they can be a decent team this year. Mm. But um, I'm fully backing the Dolphins here. I don't think I, I I'm fully expecting them to go to four. No, I I think it would be a very strange couple of weeks if they beat the Bills and then lost to the Bengals here. <laughs> I've got I've got a feeling about the Bengals tonight. I've picked them. I think that this is a game where they have to get right. If they don't get right from here, they're going to have an uphill struggle because the Ravens look good, I think. They're not blowing teams up, but I think they look decent so far. So I'm going to pick the Bengals just to kind of keep in touch almost. Um, but yeah, the Dolphins are very good offensively and defensively. Joe Burrow likes to be sacked, so it could be a rough night tonight. Um, let's move on to the Sunday games. The first game is at 2.30pm UK time. Nice early morning football for the fans in America. Makes a change for them. Um, the two and one Vikings take on the de facto home team, the Saints, who are one and two. Um, Saints have a lot of injuries, don't they? They're they're struggling to put men on the field at this point. Well, yeah, as we you know, we we know thanks to Steve, mm. um, Winston was fully expecting to be practicing today, and he hasn't been. Yeah, so that is that that means the injuries worse than. They expected it at least, um, which to be honest, ha- and like how bad is the expectation for four fractures in your back <laughs> versus how it actually is? Like, that's um, an interesting one of how they figure that out. But, yeah, um, if that was me, I wouldn't be playing, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, well, that's that's the thing, and we, and we don't have that level of talent, so that would just be an absolute disaster. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, so um, who's behind Winston? It's, it's the Red Rifle, isn't it? It's Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, the prime meridian for quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> you don't lose with him and you don't win with him. No, exactly. Um, you just are with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to be honest, it's a very good... Like, the weapons surrounding him are definitely good enough that, you know, they can win this. Yeah. Having said that, I'm back in the Vikings. Um, yeah. I just think they... It, it's one of those... 
where the Saints have sort of looked tough and scrappy, mm. but they haven't necessarily looked good. Yeah. I don't know. Mate, they they had obviously Michael Thomas has made a decent comeback, and they, yeah. there's certain elements there. But I think it's more of a case of they've grinded out almost lions esque um, performances. <laughs> They're more lions uh, than the lions are these days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, and then just the case of you know if they're still in it, then maybe they've got a chance. Whereas the Vikings can blow you away. Obviously, yeah. they've had the, they had the game uh, against the Eagles, but the Eagles look a very good team to be fair. And yes, I don't think that's necessarily a knock against the Vikings. Uh, they struggled there. Yeah, they need to get um, Justin Jefferson going. Yeah, I think one catch for twelve yards um, last week, and that was it. it KJ Osborne was the one that did the did the damage with the late touchdown, but they're not quite clicking the Vikings yet. There's some definitely something more there for them to a higher gear for them to hit. But yeah, I'm picking the Vikings as well. The Saints are just too banged up. I think all their receivers have got injuries of one kind of variant or another. So it'd be interesting to see who takes the field for them. Uh, there is also the history here, oh. of course, of. Oh, just there's also the history here, here of course, Viking Saints. It's uh, yes. always a good matchup. Yeah, the uh, Stefan Diggs touchdown that was a, one of the highlights of the last 15 or 10 years or so of NFL. It was a huge, huge yeah. moment. Uh, we've got the Browns two and one taking on the Falcons one and two. It's in Atlanta. I liked what I saw from the Falcons last week, but it was against the Seahawks, and our defense is absolutely terrible. So they've been better than I thought they'd be. I'll be honest, the Falcons. I had them pegged as the number one pick in the draft this year with ease, but. They've got some offense about them anyway. Yeah, this is more like the number one pick in the draft with difficulty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, I mean, you know, they've shown some fight. I, I, but yeah, I, it's a tough one for me. This, I, I think the Browns. Mm. Like generally, this was one of the tougher games for me to call this week. But um, yeah, I just think the Browns have the talent, um, to win the game, and the Falcons do, but they don't have the facilities to get them the ball yeah. unfortunately. I think you said the other night on the podcast that Amari Cooper is quarterback proof, isn't he? He, just, he will just put up yards and touchdowns of anyone, and Nick Chubb as good as Cordero Patterson can be, Chubb is by far and away the best running back in this game. I think that might have been Miles, to be fair, I'm not going to claim credit for that. But, <laughs> take, um, it. Not, yeah, take it, yeah, I, I I'll defer the credit on that one. Um, as I did not say it, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm definitely taking the Browns here. I mean, yeah. they obviously that uh, run game is designed to just take 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 the lead and then never lose it. And yeah, uh, and I see them doing that here. Yeah, this one's a tasty matchup coming up next. We've got the two and one Bills at the two and one Ravens. I've I've picked the Bills, but I think the Ravens can win this. They've looked kind of I mean sneaky explosive so far. Yeah, I mean definitely Lamar Jackson appears to be in the form of his life. Yeah. Uh, clearly contract year does wonders for yeah. not just <laughs> position players. Um but yeah, it's I I I could definitely see them winning it, and then all of a sudden the Bills are two and two, and mm. the Dolphins are four and zero, oh, and everyone's <laughs> going, "Hang on, where, where did this come from?" Everyone's Super Bowl pick is in the toilet. Yeah, yeah, but um, no, I that's like even if the Bills do lose here, it's you know a tough game. You're gonna you're gonna lose plenty of yeah. games over the course of the season, 
Um, but yeah, I I have taken the Bills here as well. Um, I they're just they just I they the get the loss to the Dolphins was purely down to game management error. Yeah, and I struggle to see that happening two weeks in a row. I th- I think if it's a close game at the end, I'm back in the Bills. Yeah, I think I think you're right. The Ravens are fun to watch this year. I wasn't expecting that coming into the season. Um, a team that isn't really fun to watch is the Washington Commanders. They're one and two, um, taking on the Cowboys in Dallas. It's two and one for the Cowboys. Um, I mean, the Cowboys' defense was the number one waiver wire pickup this week, weren't they? Because there is no offensive line in front of Carson Wentz. Yeah, after it was Cooper Rush a couple of weeks ago, and uh, to be fair, he's yeah. turned out all right. Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, the Commanders, you know, you say they're not very fun to watch. They looked all right against the Jags in week one. Well, um, yeah. If Wentz has time to throw the ball, they can be fun. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, to be fair, I've actually picked the Commanders here, and it's probably, you know, I guess that's been an upset, and it probably is rightly, especially after what the Cowboys have just done to my beloved Giants. Um (laughs) On Monday night, as my fault. I, I, Sorry, I, I said I had a gut feeling about it, and Cooper Rush proved my gut right, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but but yeah, the Commanders. I, I'm hoping they're going to deal out some revenge here on behalf of the Giants. Um, and you know, I, I they've obviously we've mentioned they've got some great weapons, mm. and I feel like if that pass game gets going, um, they could actually run away with it. And Cooper Rush isn't good enough to keep up if they do. No, I mean he's done okay, isn't he, Cooper Rush? He's three and zero as a starter in his career as, a, as a, an NFL quarterback, but he he's done, he's done enough that they don't have to rush Dak back. I think because there was talk that Dak could have played this week if they absolutely had to have him if they're at zero and three, say. But yeah, he's done enough that they can take another week or two to get Prescott back fit. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like he's done well enough with that very good run game. Yeah, where you've got Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard as a very good sort of one-two punch. Yeah, definitely. Um, but obviously the question lies when he has to step back and throw, mm. and I that will be interesting to see if the commanders can force them into that situation. Yeah, if they don't, then it probably is a, another Cowboys win. But I, I've got a good feeling about the commanders here. They're just going to take you know two possession lead, and it might be a bit a little bit of panic stations for the Cowboys, which the Giants unfortunately were unable to do. Yeah. Although there were some dodgy calls and whatever, but I won't go into that just yet. <laughs> uh Seahawks taking on the Lions in Detroit. Uh one and two for both teams here. Obviously I'm a Seahawks fan, but I don't think we're gonna win this. The Lions look very good on offense. Um if if uh, Amon Ross and Brown is fit, then he's just gonna absolutely torch our secondary all day long. Um yeah, I mean the Seahawks have been—they've been fun to watch so far. They're not very good, but the Geno theory of just throw the ball up to uh, Metcalf and let him make plays is is working. A Lockett's getting a lot of touches as well, so they're spreading it around. The run game hasn't got going, but I think the Lions are just the better team at this point. Yeah, I mean, I the Lions are also really fun to watch. I'll yeah. pick them as well. Um, I yeah, I I think they've generally got something there. I think they are. Probably my favourite for a wild card spot at the moment. Mm. Um, I mean, just in terms of you know, the, the NFC does look very weak at the moment. Yeah, the Cowboys look nailed on for the East. NFC West could be anyone's. Uh, yeah. North. And to be fair, you could say that about the rest of the divisions. Really, there's no one 
really standing out. No, there isn't um, anywhere. But yeah, the line. Uh, I think the Lions are very much in that race. I think they're you know a, a really sort of decent team. And yeah. I, and to be honest, I think they're getting knocked straight out of the wild card uh, at the wild card round. But um, just we'll getting there would be we'll a that massive achievement, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the fact that they can have DeAndre Swift go down last week and Williams just takes over like they've not missed a beat. They've got a two-headed monster at running back as well. So, uh, yeah, Lions win there. Um, let's move on to the Chargers taking on the Texans. The 1-2 and two Chargers against the 0-2-1 Texans. This has to be a get-right game for the Chargers, right? Because last week they were just embarrassing. Well, you say that. I've um, I've gone with the upset here. Have you? <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's um, I, I you know I can't imagine any team in the NFL really going too long without a win. The Texans mm. have got some scrappy pieces there. I, They've looked good. I, if there's ever a time to beat the Chargers, it's you know wow, when yeah. Key, when Rashawn Slater's out with a torn bicep, Keenan yeah. Allen and George, uh, Justin Herbert are not 100 percent fit. JC yeah. Jackson's out injured. Like there's no both. The opportunities there. Yeah, they are. They are beaten up. So yeah, I mean, that's not the worst call. That could be a good, um, good bet this week to take the Texans um, just on the money line, just alone because they're going to be heavy underdogs. I think um, the Titans, the one and two Titans, yeah. taking on the one, one and one Colts. It's in Indianapolis. I don't know how to pick this game because I don't know what to make of either team so far this season. <laughs> I think we see a lot more of Derek Henry here, to be honest, and mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see. If on the other side we get a lot more of Jonathan Taylor as well, yeah, um, it's two very similar sort of offenses. Um, it, just in terms of they have the guy at running back, yeah, um, but they just haven't performed so far yet. Um, Which way I, are you leaning? The Colts really do seem like that roller coaster team that they were last year. Yeah, um, the beating the Chiefs, tying with the <laughs> Texans, and losing to the Jags. I just um. I, uh, I could see them. To be honest, I could see any result happening here. Yeah, I mean, win, lose, or draw, something something crazy is going to happen. I think the Titans because I think Derek Henry's just going to get going, and this is going to we're just going to see him pick up for the rest of the season. Yeah, I think um, that's I've gone Titans for the same reason. But that, that, just reading those Colts results out are just the weirdest set of results <laughs> I've ever heard. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, let's move on to your G men uh, taking on uh, the Bears in New Jersey. Um, Two and one, both teams. I don't know. I don't really know how the Bears are two and one, to be honest, because they're not very good. Um, what, where's your confidence levels for this one after Monday night? I'm actually feeling alright. I, I that I'm, my current mindset is that Monday night was a one-off. Yeah, and that game, that fixture is just cursed. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we we were never going to win it. Um, and looking back on it now, obviously going into it, I said we were going to win, yeah. but you know, yeah, but um, you know, we're at home. The Bears, one of their wins was just a freak sort of game against the Niners. Mm. Um, obviously lost pretty comfortably to the Packers, yeah, and then they beat the Texans. I mean, in, in a pretty close game, yeah, I, I'm not convinced at all by the Bears and. I and, and you know the play the play calling was not was nowhere near the level on Monday that it has been the first two weeks, mm. um, and I think that was the major difference as to why the Giants didn't win that. And, and obviously, you know, you have certain plays like you had to block field goal first <laughs> drive of the game, yeah, 
Um, There's just so many things. And Jones's passing on fourth down, he just threw it way too hard. I was just like, you don't need to throw the ball that hard there. Yeah. And obviously, Kenny, Kenny Golladay was incredibly disappointing <laughs> again. And so, you know, there's too much to sort of, there's too, there's quite a lot of problems with the Giants. Yeah. And, and I think the play calling had covered up most of that um, for the first two weeks. In in week three, it wasn't at the level that it needed to be mm. to do that. Um, but I think the Bears are a bad enough team that... I mean, this is the thing. The Giants are sort of going to be a middle team this year. Yeah. Maybe on the brink of a wild card spot. Um, and the Bears are definitely a level below them, and we should be beating them. Yeah, the Bears have got Dino Mooney, who is one of my favourite receivers in the NFL, and I have him in every fantasy league. And I've just had to drop him this week because there is no passing offence in Chicago. It's completely run heavy, and that is it. Um, yeah, I'm going Giants as well. I like the Giants. I don't know why. I've always liked the Giants. Yeah, and that's even without David Montgomery as well. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got Khalil Herbert to just take over and do the run instead. Um, we've got revenge game next. Doug Peterson going back to Philadelphia, um, taking on the 0 3 Eagles with his 2 and 1 Jaguars. The Jaguars are coming in hot on this one, but so are the Eagles. This should be uh, the pick of the uh, early games this week. Uh, I mean, I'd probably go with Bills Ravens, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely up there. Mm. I mean, personally, I don't believe in revenge games. Um, no. I, I I feel like they never go well for whoever's <laughs> turn at revenge is supposed yeah. to. Be. Um, I and I and I'm being the exact same here. To be honest, I feel like the <laughs> Eagles are a considerably better team than the Jets yes. from what we've seen so far. Same here, comfortable um, Eagles win Eagles, for me. Yeah, I definitely definitely easy easy Eagles win. Um, it's one of those where I. I I kind of, I mean, just I know it's only three weeks in, but the yeah. Eagles kind of look like the pick of the bunch of the NFC. Really. They do, yeah. Um, as much as I hate to say it, but um, there's, you know, they, they do look very good. The Jags have had a weird three <laughs> weeks. The, I mean, there's no other way to put it really. They yeah. uh, smacked up the Colts, and that was, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just been weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, maybe they show something, um, but I have a feeling that the Eagles are really going to put them in their place this week. Yeah, the Eagles' offense is very much pick your poison. Week one was four rushing touchdowns from four different players. Week two was a AJ Brown breakout game, and week three was the Devonte Smith game. So, I mean, how do you how do you game plan to stop all those elements? It 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 seems impossible. <laughs> Well, it's like the classic Bill Belichick strategy of taking away the team's best weapon. Yeah. You can't do that when the second and third's best options are also yeah. incredible. <laughs> no. And the final game in the evening slot, the early slots this week, there's a lot of six o'clock games. Too many, in fact. The fact that there's only three nine o'clock games make Red Zone really boring um, for that, the late slot, uh, slate games. But the last early game is the one and two Jets taking on the one and two Steelers. Zach Wilson is back for the Jets. Joe Flacco era is officially over. Um, Zach Wilson versus Mitch Trubisky. Who are you picking? Um, well, I mean, both in my prediction for the game and for who I would take in that quarterback battle, it's yep. the Jets and Zach Wilson for me. Yep, same here. Um, I've Jets as well. Yeah, I mean, that's a bit like, it's, it's a you know bright new horizon for the Jets. They've looked... You know, scrappy at least. Yeah. Like that's the thing, and this is supposed to be the guy, and he maybe is that guy. Um, 
and the Steelers haven't convinced me much. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm feeling pretty confident in my uh, upset with the Jets pick here. Um, yeah, obviously they, they they were pretty handily beaten by the Bengals, although they did they put they put up a decent fight, but you know yeah uh, this I don't think this is a problem because the Steelers are not that far off the Bengals in terms no. of talent, but um, it's the quarterback. I, I just <laughs> have this weird feeling where yeah the Jets' offense I I could see them sort of getting off to a decent start and uh, is Mitch Trubisky good enough to catch up? I don't think so. Well, yeah, he's he's thrown for 569 yards so far this season, an average of 5.5 yards. That is half what Josh Allen's thrown for this season. The fact that Allen's already thrown for 1,000 yards in week, by week three is insane, but um, Joe Flacco's thrown for 900 yards. Like, there's He's just—he's not the guy to beat you through the air. And with Harris, like we talked about on Thursday, uh, on Tuesday's show, he's not the explosive running back. He's the workhorse running back. So there's not a lot to like about the um, Steelers' offense in this one. I don't think against a very, pretty good, improving Jets defense as well. Yeah, I mean they've got you know the explosive receivers, but there's mm. not much point in that when Mitch Trubisky's playing at quarterback. It'll yeah. be interesting to see how much longer Tomlin sticks with him. Yeah. Um, I could because I could see him sticking with him at least until they're out of the playoff race, and that's yes. The the thing is because I I don't think he's desperate to put Kenny Pickett in just from what no. we've seen so far. He doesn't seem too keen. No, Tomlin's not one to make a change just for change's sake, is he? He'll, he'll wait till there's absolutely no hope. Let's <laughs> um, move on to the one and two Cardinals taking on the one and two Panthers. Um, I've gone Cardinals this one, but I don't feel confident about it because I don't know. I, the Panthers have got all the weapons there. It's just putting the pieces together. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, but I mean, to be honest, on defense they definitely do. Yeah. Um, offense is a bit more questionable with Christian McCaffrey or nothing mm. really. Just um, unleash him. He doesn't seem to be. They want to kind yeah. of feature Baker more, and just don't do that when you've got CMC. Just let him run. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Dave's mentioned, you know, Matt Rule being a potential first coach fires. Mm. I mean, it's not looking like a bad prediction so far. No, I think the not. Cardinals have definitely got the stronger round team. I mean, the Cardinals aren't they haven't impressed me much, to be honest, but no. I think they're still comfortably good enough to beat the Panthers here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the one and two Patriots taking on the two and one Packers. Uh, Mac Jones is seemingly out. Um, it's the Brian Hoyer show. It feels like it's 2014 or whatever ago, or 2018 or 2019. Boyer seems to just forever be a Patriots quarterback. Um, the Packers should beat them comfortably, shouldn't they, in this one? Yeah, pretty easily, to be honest. I, I think the Packers' defense is pretty good. I don't yeah. think I, I can't see Hoyer moving the ball much. Damien Harris isn't really good enough to carry an offense. No. Um, and, you know, the Patriots' offense has been as bad as. Any you know anything that we've seen so far? Yeah. Um. Obviously, we made all the comments about all the jokes about Patricia and Judge and you know running running it before the season, and they've been about as bad as we've expected. <laughs> um. Yeah. And yeah, surely it can only get worse with the backup in, especially a thirty-six-year-old Brian Hoyer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um. The final game, the late late game on Sunday, is the Broncos taking on the Raiders, the two and one Broncos who haven't looked impressive at all um, against the zero three Raiders, who 
we'll be wondering how they are in three. Really, they had chances last week, as we mentioned on the uh, the review show, and I felt like they've been in every game, but they've just not got a win yet. Yeah, it's it's really t- I've I've calmed down a bit now about the game <laughs> from last week. Few but, um yeah, I, I just couldn't believe it. But um, I think this is I picked the Raiders here because I I just can't see them going on four. Yeah, and the Broncos haven't looked convincing either. But I just think the Raiders are going to be that little bit more desperate to make sure they're not they don't put themselves out of playoff race after week four. Yeah, I think the Broncos are very much middle of the pack. For, for everything basically they're 16th for offense they're 18th for passing 12th for rushing 10th for defense like they're, they're right in the middle of everything they're not they're not an explosive team which with Wilson Sutton Judy and the running backs they've got they should be really it's weird maybe it's the play calling but yeah the, the Raiders are definitely the more desperate team and it's only week four but they are desperate to get a win here because preseason a lot of people are picking them to maybe not win the division but definitely be in that um Competition for second place there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, both of these teams should be, but um, mm. they haven't looked like they will be so far. It'll be interesting to see how the season develops. You'd assume both teams would get better. You know, new head coaches, new offenses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, both of the teams are having severe growing pains at the moment. Yeah. Sunday night football sees the two and one Chiefs take on the two and one Bucks. I've been, I've left, I've been left wanting more by the Bucks so far this season. And I, I don't think it's Brady. I think he's still he's putting throws where he needs to be, but there's, there's something missing from them. They're not exciting, and almost to the same degree with the Chiefs. Really, I know they've got a much lesser receiving core now. If Juju's your main man, then he's no Tyreek Hill. He he got the job done last week, ninety six yards, and Kelsey was kind of fairly anonymous. But I think both teams have a point to prove in this one. It should be a really good game. Yeah, it's one of those things where we've seen Kelsey be the guy and it's yeah. worked um it's sort of strange that they haven't leaned into that a bit more um but yeah yeah i uh, the buccaneers you said i'm missing something i think I've, i count three or four to be honest um, <laughs> there's a, d- just a few um star wide receivers waiting to come back yes um, evans is back isn't he bit... his one game band's done yeah exactly so evans back um i think godwin jones yeah. and um. Oh God, who's the other one? I can't remember. The is, Gage, is, is Gage sort of? Yeah, Gage right? is there now. They have got Cole Beasley as well. They got when they were all fit and healthy. They got I just, the deepest receiver core in the league. Like, yeah, it's one of those where Tom Brady just has this magnetic pull where any you know half decent receiver who's a free agent is going to yeah. just go. Yeah, sure, I'll come. I'll come yeah. back and play. Um. <laughs> Even if it is Cole Beasley, Rashad Perriman has um, kind of catching long catches last week or the week before. Yeah, I mean that's they'll get the odd play, but it's uh, it's pretty clear how frustrating it is for Brady out there. Mm. Um, very fun to watch, but um, <laughs> he's forty-five. Yeah, it, I don't know if he's doing this. He could be sat in the booth earning hundreds of millions yeah, of dollars. And so, you give it a couple of weeks, and when they've got everyone back, I'm sure. I mean that's that's the thing when they when they are fit and healthy, the mm. NFC is there for the taking. Um, but yeah, it's just a question of whether they can get to that point yet. Oh, so have we heard if this game is going to go ahead in Tampa? Because obviously there's Storm Ian, which is a terrible name for a storm, but is is absolutely tearing apart Tampa Bay right now. So it's a very English name for a it storm is, isn't it? In South <laughs> it's Florida. not right. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, it's um because they've had to train. Um, they've been in Miami, it? haven't they? I think. Yeah, they had to train had to train in Miami. Um, yeah, I mean, because I I've been I, I forget what happens in this sort of situation because obviously the Saints have had issues where they had to play. Yeah, in a different stadium. The Dolphins are away, so they, they probably could play the game in Miami. I suppose it's not too far away, but far, far enough away that the storm's not going to affect it. Same with Jacksonville, I suppose they're they're away this week as well. So there would be options, I guess, for the the Florida teams to kind of band together almost. Yeah, but um, I because that's the thing is that you can't just go well. Let's just play at Kansas City because then you've got to switch games. <laughs> Yeah, and at some point later in the schedule, and that just creates a nightmare. So yeah, I'm sure we'll find out close to the time anyway. Uh, and finally, this week Monday night football on paper is a good one, but I think in reality it could be a bit of a stinker. It's the two and one Rams taking on the one and two Niners. Um, yeah, I mean I've lost all faith in the Niners at this point. Yeah, but I am picking them to win this game. Oh, really? <laughs> it's one of those I have absolutely zero confidence um, in their ability to get anywhere near I mean like the thing is I say get anywhere near I don't know what they're going to be getting anywhere near because the NFC West, NFC West could be theirs to be fair yeah. but I, I think the Rams will win the NFC West but I'm picking the Niners here purely because of the Shanahan McVay record I think uh, yeah. I, I think you know we, we will see that um, stick to type um, yeah. and the I, I, this is the thing. So I mentioned how I lost complete faith of Jimmy G as a quarterback. Yeah, I think it, the offense has been completely revamped purely for Trey Lance now. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I just have faith in Carl Shannon to get one over McVay again. Yeah, I don't know how to. I've picked the Rams. I think just because I, I think they were just a better team. But yeah, the coaching does kind of play a part in these games a lot of the time. So. Wouldn't be surprised if the Niners won. Um, that's all the games. What is your uh, your pick of the week? What's your what's your lock? What you team is definitely going to win? I mean, if I'm allowed to, I'll take the Eagles. But um, yeah, if it was almost, you know, <laughs> if it was too much like the easy one. No, um, that's that's exactly where I'm going as well. <laughs> and yeah, I would I'd take the bank the Dolphins even. Okay. Um, tonight and you know we'll find out by the time this is released whether <laughs> that was a good pick or not but um yeah dave when you're editing this tomorrow morning if that's wrong just cut that out bit out all right yeah, um cheers, dave. what about your uh your shock of the week i'm gonna go first with this i'm thinking i'm thinking the ravens is it a shock if the ravens beat the bills i'd say so yeah definitely because the bills have looked so good and obviously last week was just an upset yeah um, it ravens. would definitely be a shock to see them do it twice in a row <clears throat> um i i think I'd be it would be remiss of me to pick anything other than the Texans. Um, oh well, yeah, true. Yeah, as um, yeah, yeah, I can't go and make that my pick and then not say it's my upset. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, but but then at the same time, you know, they're so downbeat with injuries, the Chargers, that maybe it's not an upset at this point. But yeah, I think the Texans are good enough to win this, and uh, yeah, they're definitely my pick for the upset. There we go. That is our week four picks. Uh, you can. Catch again uh, on the the review show uh, next Tuesday. We will be back with kind of talking about all the games. Uh, there's a fantasy show in the middle of the week, and then another preview show for next week and week five. I might do some little audio bits from the stadium um, on Sunday. I might do some little uh, audio clips just of me enjoying the the finalities of the the box there at, at Spurs Stadium. But maybe maybe not. We'll see on that one. But enjoy week four. 
Ollie, hope you have a good um what you do, are you going to the game? Uh no, unfortunately I couldn't get tickets to the game, but I am going to the South Bank event on Saturday. Cool. Um which should be good, you know. Uh, the hopefully should be meeting plenty of players and all that, but uh, yeah, very exciting stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I, you know, hope you enjoy the game. Hope it's a good one. Uh, Viking Saints doesn't tend to disappoint. And, yeah, uh, should be. Fun. I mean, that would be brilliant. I'm still trying to get tickets for the Giants game, but uh, just clawing at whatever opportunities I can get. But <laughs> it's proving very difficult. We'll get you. We'll get you there somehow. Um, where can the people find you on Twitter? It's at Regen Ollie. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ross Bell underscore underscore. You can find us at First and Ten underscore on Twitter. Uh, get involved. We're going to try and be more active on Twitter. Dave's kind of given us the keys to all of us can have a little go on Twitter and uh, try and get some stuff going. So get involved there. Get involved with our Facebook page. Um, There's the Fantasy Leagues running, about a million of them. So good luck if you're in uh, any of the Fantasy Leagues this week. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week. So it's goodbye from Ollie. Goodbye. And goodbye for me. And we'll see you in well, on the other side of week four. See ya. Yeah.